Uh, hey, yo, 10K. Yes, sir. So, what if you was a Zorius legendary creature? God werewolf. Yeah, there we go. But your color combination was Azorius. I'm about to debut the next set, huh? You go, I'm about to debut in the werewolf industry set. Yeah, yeah, you are the user mythic. I'm about to come out with the hardest, the hardest white and blue werewolves you've ever seen. All we doing is making tokens. That's it. Tokens at ETB. And they all gonna feed me. I'm a god. <laughs> I got you best believe I got stars as my toughness, my boy. <laughs> I got stars as my toughness, my boy. Equal to the number of werewolves on the field, man. You Yo, know. Hold up. You know. So you're not like this is ugly. Why would it be? Because werewolves are normally green and red. Well, you forgot that this is 10K as a. a, a, a That's your name? Yeah, come on, man. Legendary creature 10K? Tenicus. Tenicus Kaicus. Werewolf. Tenicus Kaicus. Tenicus Kaicus. Werewolf God. Bro, they're not playing with me, man. I already got anointed. I'm already doubling my werewolf tokens to enter the battlefield. So you're you're anointed processions with an ETP? You know what? If werewolves would transform, you can copy any number of werewolves, select any number of werewolves, different name werewolves on the battlefield, and create a copy of them. But you're not red and green. But that's what I do. Who are you transforming? Because I'm the werewolf god. Are you transforming your tokens? No, if werewolves would transform instead, you would create copies of select number But what werewolves. werewolves you got? Azorius? I'm coming out here. New set on the way. Oh, wow. So you say you're getting more Azorius wolves with you. Oh, yeah. I'm coming out. I may be a precon. You see how they doing them? Bro, they not about to. I may be a precon. Stop playing with them. Hey guys, man, welcome, welcome to the Late Bloomer Podcast, where we talk Magic the Gathering. Yes, sir. Um, that was my boy Ten K or Tenicus Kaikis. Tenicus Kaikis. This episode. How y'all guys doing? I'm Snoga. And yeah. man, yeah, man, let's just jump right into it, yo. Jump into it. Um, D and D, Forgotten Realms too. Um, flavor on top of flavor in the set, and um, wizards wizards showed out this one man. There's been some secret layers. I would say ever since Tom Spiral Remasters, wizards has been giving us some heat sets, but yeah, this man. one just in terms of of playing, you know, not necessarily in terms of value and dollar signs. This is gonna be one fun set to draft, one fun set to play, one fun set to homebrew, and a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons mechanics are paralleled in the Magic the Gathering world in a beautiful way, in a real beautiful way. Really in a beautiful way, because Adventures of the Forgotten Realms is like, you know, we've had a couple of previous sets that have tried to like bring another world into the world of Magic, and I think what most recent one was Strixhaven, Harry Potter. I, I'm just going to throw that out. I believe it's Harry Potter was the inspiration. What's well, cool is that with Adventures Forgotten Realm, at least Wizard is willing to just flat out say it. It's, this is D&D coming to Magic. And that, you know, the fact that they've knocked it out of the park with the flavor. We we can go from just the classes, the enchantments that uh, have a class and is suited to the color. Or we can go down just a bunch of ability words and for those who don't know about ability words they're normally the italicized words you see on like template discovery for example or like expropriate where it's like kind of a one-time activated ability because something happened either you cast it or like it may be like a trigger they put that on so many cards this set and not just sorceries or instances it's the creatures so that in itself is bringing dd to this world because as a DAD player or if you were to ever play a session you have to role play your character and make decisions for your character so it seems like they have mended that well with Magic's 
mechanic of how you play. Yeah, overall, you just said it. Overall, the point is the the flavor speaks so well because it's conveyed through the mechanics, very clear, and 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 very, not in too much of a forceful way. Like it, it's interesting. Like what he says about options, creatures are entering the battlefield with like three abilities to go into. We have a new mechanic to to play. This can be used in all formats. That mechanic's venturing into the dungeon. Um, they gave us three dungeons spoiled very early in the set. Um, they've already been confirmed to be commander legal. And options vary from what you can do. And just because you complete one dungeon doesn't mean that you can't re-enter it or plus off that effect again. Uh, any creature that's saying venture into a dungeon, either you start in a new one or you're pushing forward. And upon you pushing forward into a dungeon, you can get various effects, whether it's creating two twos or increasing the power and toughness of your creatures or increasing treasure tokens. And a lot of creatures, artifacts, uh, uh, planeswalkers, a lot of things are interacting with the dungeon in a way to where, let me get a grasp of this. I think the only bummer, and I think even then, as I'm about to say this, there's still enough of a connective tissue between both D&D and Magic Together is that we only got three dungeons. I expected to have a low amount of dungeons. I personally didn't. I thought we were going to have uh, more dungeons, but I, I understand. Him. I understand. We're going to jump back in this pool. We're going to jump back in this pool. Man. 10K, he really likes to just... He he's greedy, man. Shoot for the stars. Yeah, man. he's. Good. I have to, sometimes Shoot I'm like, just come stars, back down, man. man. We're not ready to go to space. Nah, we're not nah. ready to go in space. Nah, there's all these. You think about how many universes in space, dog. And we go get there eventually. Nah, see, you need to already. Nah, get see, someone, we. You need to get some under your belt, but we gonna be back. So see, I, I like, but like I, I, I like I said, man, three. So the fact that we can, I, of course, I want more dungeons, but the fact that you can complete these dungeons an infinite amount of time still holds the spirit of D&D because yeah you can you know complete this session or this this quest but then you can do it as a different character even if you choose the same power just how you immerse yourself in a game is different maybe you'll have a real cocky healer versus the timid healer like just you know, really just suspend belief and play the game and have fun with your friends. You know, that's one thing that I don't think, you know, in touching on how much of it is from a game, like it does broaden playing magic in a completely different way. Th- yeah. Just on top of the table. Like yeah. playing magic with your people and like in drafting a and d like you can really get out of hand in these drafts in all the best ways. And as like commanding that's enthusiasts. That's fresh. It's so cool that I can really have a deck that functions off this dungeon or likes to use this dungeon's utility compared to 10K, who has a completely other another dungeon. And it's even cooler if somehow we have the same like commander. Granted, I doubt that would happen, but even in that aspect, you can have a different play style. Yeah, so upon like, looking at like the whole set and seeing that we just have three dungeons, I can apply that there's a lot of versatility. You know, having these three is enough. And and as you're speaking towards that, I think that's an awesome thing. No matter if you're just playing mono white or there's something else that you need, or I really need to put some draw in this deck. Well, put some venture in there and go get you some draw from this dungeon. Get you some draw and then some if need be. That's awesome. And then, like, we finally have representation for the D20. Come on, that has to be probably the highlight of the set, if not the enchantment classes. Personally, I'm biased. The enchantment classes is the dopest thing out this set, even compared to the dungeons. I like the D20s off D20s of how cool. much you can roll them. There's a lot of cards in the set that allow you to roll two, roll for initiative, roll for advantage, and being able to take the highest roll and getting the best effect because they definitely do carry, you want to get this 20. You want to get this 20 or get closest to it as possible. And you want to know what's cool about that? In D&D, you you really play the primary die you play with is a d20 so if you was to get a 20 if you rolled it it's called a natural 20 or nat 20 that is amazing that is whatever situation you're in the best possible outcome you want it is going to happen because you rolled a natural 20 do you think like in us revisiting the set that we may get creatures to add like 
I don't know what you would call them, like perks or something. Like Definitely, because one and all this type of things. Like, yo, they had to they had to feed us small people. This good intro. They had to feed us small because I can definitely see Adventures in the Forgotten Realm two, giving us creatures or artifacts or chairs, anything, giving us roll with more of the roll with the advantage or more of a once you roll this die. Mm whatever outcome maybe i want to deal damage down so now i'll roll two d8s so you just have a die eight and roll that and whatever you roll that's your damage you know that would take red in such a crazy direction it'd be cool but think about all the people who say haven't played magic i think it's a good introductory on both lenses yes you know because you know they're even selling like if you were to get a booster box from somewhere they actually sell them with essential kits it's like to if you never played Dungeons and Dragons, you can get your essential kit, get you a play group, and start playing. But just the creatures and the scope of magic, it conveys magic in a way that if you've never played, I think you can get a good yeah. grasp of what's, oh, what's going on. Definitely, and that is, you know, just they, a, just some beauty and some design. To be honest, nailed with you. it, nailed it. And I mean, design, man. I mean, it does probably come with an advantage that Wizard of the Coast. Side note: for those who don't know, has been publishing D and D for most of D and D's longevity. Which is kind of crazy that it's coming around this time, huh? For as long as D&D has been around and it's been around Wizards and Magic, that now was the time for the class. Now was the time for the for the universes to collide, in a sense. It's uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool, like... But compared think of, to- of all the other things we've seen, you know? Because we got whole Walking Dead features and... and, and stranger things features that are coming here and stuff a lot of even the godzilla type of features that we've seen a lot of things have kind of pulled into the world of magic but none to this magnitude to really change the game of magic you know like yeah this set is really introducing new mechanics new ways to yeah play. i see what you mean it's still exactly. it's still home yeah, to somewhere yeah, it's not yeah. just oh man i can play with rick grimes the legendary creature uh-huh. you know nah like no, that that was clearly like it seemed like less love went into that set. That was like pure just money moves there, compared to Adventures of Forgotten Realm, because like you're saying, with all the new mechanics, um, the new ability words, like it's really cool and immersive that I could play a sorcery called Walk into the Tavern, or you walk into the tavern, and then it has the little cool effect of form a party. That's cool. That's how normally all the D games kind of go. In the beginning, so for them to really just taking that into account, like every aspect of D and D, we're gonna try to, even if small, even not expansive, we're gonna give this to the Magic players. And like you said, Ten K, it's very easy for either side to jump into this. I can see a D and D player never touching Magic and being like, "Wow, imagine Lightning Bolt, the regular Magic spell Lightning Bolt. Maybe you reprint a new version of it, call it whatever Fire Breath or whatever." And then you hit us with the roll D20 on it. So, like, for added damage. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, at one, it's just not working. That For D&D player, you're like, whoa, magic is cool. Awesome. Because is, is fire breathing a thing in D&D? Yes. Fire breathing is a thing in magic. You exactly. Pay the rent. So, yeah, I think even just to be. That's why they call it fire it, breathing. That is awesome as hell. You come into it like, wow, magic has this. Magic, yeah, magic. You know? for, in, in the same lens, though. The same lens. Yes. D&D has this. Cause you got to think know? about it. You know, it's, it's a shared kind of world, D&D and Magic the Gathering. A magic the Gathering already had D&D elements in its game. So, like, Fire Breath. The community calls pumping one man in it, unless I'm. Incorrect. I mean, they had a whole fire. Core. I mean, there's an aura. There's an aura called fire breathing that does exactly what you're doing that we've seen on yeah. creatures. So just that in itself. You Look at lightning bolt. The whole nine. Somebody will see lightning bolt and be like, "Wow!" For you know, if they didn't know, if hate they flare? didn't know, if they didn't exactly, if they didn't know and be like, "Man," that and in the same vein, because I didn't know till you told me that. I didn't know that was yeah. Like, hate you know, flare you know? for people. Hate flare is a common creature. D D. We've already had hate flare. Didn't even know that. But then Disney still gave us things like the Vorpal Sword, my favorite card in a set. Vorpal Sword. I, and it's I want good. that. Yeah, and That's it's good. It's, it's they knew to just, make it it's good. It's not just catering to, ooh, nostalgia, or you could like this. It's like, I could definitely put this in my in my, in my my deck. It's, tar- it's, it's player removal, yo. Speaking of player removal, um, rolling the D20, the, the deck of many things. Um, 
Very interesting card. It's a legendary artifact. You can pay two to tap it. You roll a D20. Um, you have to subtract whatever your number is from the number of cards into your hand. Uh, if the number is zero or less, you discard your hand. Uh, from one to nine, I believe you can return a random card from your graveyard to your hand. From 10 to 19, you can draw two cards. We don't like to draw two cards. But if you roll that D20, and the only way I see you rolling the D20 is not having any cards in your hand, right? Uh, you can put a creature from somebody's graveyard onto the battlefield. And if that creature's owner dies, that player loses the game. Think about Tiny Bones. Think about the discard decks that are really... You have a whole nother win con here with a new mechanic to kind of have fun with as well. Yeah, you're right about that, by the way, with the no cards in your hand. Yeah, no Which is very easy in like a Red or Worlds deck. I'm mm -hmm. just going to run my cards out. And, and if you think about it, the it's kind of giving it to you. Yeah, you know, it, that too. It gives you a means to not have any cards in your hand to get the win con in itself without you feeding into it. I mean, you know, chances are chances, but still, to give you the option is, is heat. I think they really, like, made sure the D20, because who in Magic wasn't using, like, D20s anyway? So I'm pretty sure you were. They give us D20s in their product. So it's cool that they finally incorporated the concept of there being a D20 in the game. Like, to me, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms has, what, what Wizards of the Coast did was create, like, a nuance within the game. And I think that's pretty cool. So, like, and they made sure to do that by making sure the D20, every time you've seen it on a card, every number between 1 and 20 is good. Like, if you put this card in the deck just for the 20, then you're playing them wrong. The power in these cards, the utility in these cards, is the middle of the Agreed. the numbers and just cool man who doesn't want to hit the lotto so yeah of course you want the 20 but your bet your deck should work off the 2 to 19 and another case to apply wizards is there's just creatures that give you this benefit regardless like i believe there's a creature that's three in a red it's called like hoarding ogre and um whenever it attacks you roll the d20 if you roll one through nine i believe you create one treasure token which isn't too bad in itself uh 10 through 19 you create two treasure tokens which is awesome and then if you roll that d20 you get to get three treasure tokens and just on terms of having this on the field and it generating you mana as a mono red creature it's a three three so you may have to put some blocks up he can survive out here there's a lot of utility in that and i that's not you just aiming for i'm putting this dude in my deck to get three treasure tokens every time he attacks no. now i'm putting this dude in my deck to get some ramp come on <laughs> Come on. I mean, treasure, <laughs> yo, treasure chest should have been mythic. Get some ramp. I think treasure chest, should, uh, treasure chest should have been mythic. Even with the other card, though? That can many things? Yeah, even with the, and one, uh, is treasure chest legendary? No. Hmm, I awesome. think that makes it better that it's not legendary. That's, so, that's and it's just a three drop. All you gotta do is roll a d20 and, and don't get one because nobody was a one. Two to nine, you create five treasure tokens. I'm pretty sure, at least for me, treasure chest, the biggest value of that artifact is the two to nine. Yeah, because 10 to 19 is cool. You gain three life and draw three cards. Trust me, that's I'm not complaining about that. And it's 20. It's search your library for a card. If it's an artifact card, you may put it into the battlefield. Otherwise, put that card into your hand, then shuffle. Free tutor. And in some cases, just a free spell or permanent, rather. So, oh, and then let's not forget, just pay for sacrifice treasure chest, roll a d20 for whatever else that you, maybe you have deck of many things. It's time to try to roll this. I, I want to win the game. If I can hit this sick natural 20, use deck of many things and win. Come on. Awesome. And on the subject of roles, uh, they did a good job in adding some ignore roles or get additional roles. So you, they do give you options to at least you're going to get your maximum benefit. And that's awesome. It's not like oh, I'm putting this in here and hoping for the best because nobody really wants to play at a gamble. That's how a card gets out of your deck before it stays in there. But to see some consistency and some cool things happen and to give me the best advantage to see that happen is going to keep it there. And, and it's going to provide some good interaction. And only the D20 could have done that because this coin is always just 50-50. Yeah. 
no matter how many times you go flip this coin, yeah, the percentage I'm in math would it would change, but it's fifty fifty right. every time. But that spectrum that you get in the D twenty is awesome. Re- way to really take a car. That I think that spectrum is kind of a theme with all cars. Like we said, with cars entering the battlefield and having multiple choices and abilities to come in with the D twenty rolling the cards, and I think we need to move into uh, the new card type. Uh-oh. The these classes, new card type, these Yo. classes, the everything the sagas wish they was everything, man. man the, so- the the Vegeta, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you know what I'm saying? The Vegeta to the Goku, like, man. Like look, yo, Vegeta, aka sagas. My gripe with them was that they were not strong enough. If we're only gonna have really a one go at these cards, these permanents. Unless I build my deck to recur them, and to be honest, I don't want to recur a saga if I can recur enchantments. That's hard enough anyway. And then not to mention, there was only a few of them. A few of them. Not every saga was out here like that. Even yeah. even with getting the, the Cowed Ham updates of the sagas, it's still like, I, I'm going to play them old boys I had. I'm still going to play the Mono Black saga that was first introduced. You know, uh, but classes, classes have come through. The Goku to the this Goku. Vegeta. Goku done stayed in the gym and you can see if I if I times 10 KO Ken and get it all the way to times 100 this car is going to be something that somebody's going to want to remove. <laughs> um, uh, First of all the, the costing I think is amazing. All of them are either one two, to two? Yeah one to two. To enter the battlefield and give you give you something. And then you can level the class up. So invest into it no more than, say, for the second level, about three mana on average. Yeah, three mana. Or rather, I would actually go with, like, two mana on average for level two. Okay. Two to three to uh, level up on average. Um, And you still get an increasing effect on top of the effect that's already been present. For example, the Barbarian class, a static effect coming into the play is going to let you roll an additional dice and ignore one roll and aim for the highest. Um, roll with advantage exactly the second uh level up to that is if you will roll one or more dice you give target creature plus two plus two or plus two plus oh excuse me and menace so i'm gonna roll this dice pick the highest number already get a benefit and make my creature stronger and by the end of it all these creatures that i am pumping and i'm rolling dice for they're gonna have haste and the f- once again because this shows about the flavor of adventures of forgotten god Ooh, forgotten realm the classes fit the color combination because mm-hmm. barbarian what do you want in barbarian either you're running a very token heavy strategy or you're running just a fire. Oh, you want to hurt somebody you want to hurt you essentially hurt you just want to hurt <laughs> And what is that doing for us? We're going to hurt. And you're going to make sure you get in. And and that's the next thing on red. You want to make sure you're dealing your damage. And you want to make sure you're dealing it as fast. In the barbarian class, mono red, it gave you every single thing you want to do. Besides like card draw. But at this point, let's give it up, red. Come on, man. If you're not willing to draw at the cost of ditching, then just... Go creature base and tap sideways, man. Red is not going to be much more than that. What well, it burn? Oh yeah, but they making do, ain't they? They making do. This barbarian class is definitely going to make sure you make it do. They making do. Come on, we play. But also on the same flip of that, you talk about how the barbarian class in the scope of D and D, but also in the scope of magic, especially when we look at the two color ones, like uh, the the is it class, the the Boros uh class. They're in the realm of magic, they fit into the things that those Boros classes would do, that those Izzet classes would do, that, yeah. that Gruul would do. And I think that's an awesome thing as well. Yeah, like they, you, you supplemented both both spectrums in this. You knocked it yeah. out of the park. The classes are amazing. And like the fact that the previous abilities trigger too. The fact that you don't lose. Exactly. You don't lose. If y'all didn't know, people, after you paid for a level... And even if you leave that level to go for like the next level, the previous one will trigger every time. So based on on the word, based on on the word, like you have to still follow the rules, of course. So if it enters, it required to enter. It will not repeat level two at level two because it didn't enter again. But let it be a static ability. Amazing. So I'm not losing my investment. I'm you, not. You leveling up. And I can yeah. level up as fast as I design my deck to do. 
Bar- going back to Barbarian, Mono Red. We're going to play a lot of artifacts, right? Yeah. We're going to get the haste real fast. We're going to get all the way to the end real fast. And they've given you enough threats because, you know, just, just a little smaller. That new dragon? I see we, that. Well, my bad. He already got haste. You're right. I'm speaking about something that don't even need to be there because he's that good. But, um, I, yeah, like Snogle was saying, unlike Vegeta, a.k.a. Sagas, um, you're going to get what you get when you got it. And you're going to move on. I've played the Elspeth Saga so many times and haven't pulled anything from my graveyard at level three. But you know what's going into the graveyard? That damn saga. Sheesh. And then <laughs> the pure, there's not even a saga abilities trigger twice. You know what I'm Mm-mm, saying? No. Like, like, like where's, wow. the, where's the love? You know what I'm saying? Because we definitely got oh, that. Come on. This set. Come on. You know, no Vegeta got to work, man. I didn't, you know, looking, I didn't even think for, of that. For the vote. Right. Crazy. Why? Well, you know, Saga's had to be the prototype for, like, classes. Nah, man. I, I, my my tinfoil theory is dude came in, like, we should call these things Saga's and show classes first. And they were like, nah. Mm. Then they was like, hey, what about that? Uh, <laughs> what, about that thing? what about that thing Jeremy was talking about on Tuesday? Jeremy man? would be the one, like, we need an Azarius werewolf god. That's Jeremy's that guy. Jeremy the goat. (laughs) 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 Tenicus Kayakus, my boy, the goat. Speaking of legendary uh, godlike creatures, even though none of which could ever amount to Tenicus Kayakus. What what, what pre-cons you got your eye on? Who's your picks? In in the scope of CDEDH. You know, we command the players at heart first. Yeah. right, Right now. Which ones I have? Who you like? Let's see. Who look good? All right. Well, for me, um, Sephiroth is definitely, as soon as I saw the artwork on Sephiroth, I was like, I want to get her, regardless of knowing what she did and figuring out that she was Esper. Right now, I don't have an Esper commander, and I was thinking about making, like, Dakon from Modern Horizons as, like, an Esper Brawl commander. But I just saw her, Esper, saw the artwork, pre-ordered her. And what happens is she she's really working off this dungeon mechanic in an awesome-ass way. Uh, if a creature would enter the graveyard from anywhere, I get to venture into a dungeon, and I can only do this once per turn. Um, her being Esper and Black, uh, just having blue and black in there, she's facilitating a lot of self-mill, so I can mill myself. Um, sacrifice something, and I'm gonna venture into a to a dungeon. Speaking of cards in the set, you forgetting really Selfless other ability. Hmm? Selfless has another ability. Oh, are we, are we getting there? Okay. Are we getting there? But sweet, okay. you know, sweetheart, baby girl, baby girl. <laughs> but speaking of another card in the set that really does a great job too, it's an Azorius uh, legendary card oh that God. allows room abilities to trigger twice. Like venture into these dungeons, people. If if I was a mascot for Wizards and I was telling you what they wanted to tell you, it's venture into these damn dungeons. But Tenacus is a Zorius fan, by the way. That's his favorite colors. When Tenacus Kayakus is there, <laughs> that's what I'm going to be the biggest. Yo, the irony, imagine us getting this werewolf for real. Imagine us getting blue-white werewolf in oh the next what's his name set. We, well, I mean, we can't see the future. You know. You know. I have my eyes on Prosper. Tomb bound. He's Rakdos, Rakdos, and two colors. Legendary creature, Tieflin Warlock. And by the way, I can't believe it. The new creature types that they've redu- uh, introduced into the game with this set is cool. It's really helping, you know, DD players just kind of come over here, just translate over here nice and smoothly. Because that's dope to have a Tieflin. Shocking that Tieflins wasn't already a thing in Magic. But I get you Magic. I get you Wizards. I want to make your own brand. So it is kind of like uh, negative that I don't really have cards. Maybe that why Dragons got the boost too. Because, you know, even though Dragons have gotten some love increasing on here, the love, Dragons is like, yo, run yeah. some Dragons, man. I think, yeah, you know, just in the whole mystique of just like fantasy lore, like Dragons is always like the toughest shit. And maybe Dungeons and Dragons definitely help contribute to that imagery. So I've always personally me thought Dragons was just strong and magic. Oh, but like 
as far as like the abilities and the effects that we get now, you gotta think like Shivan Dragon has been a state for a long time. We may get like Flame Blast. Oh, like um, we have Bell stronger Fire. legendary like, we creatures. Strong. I just like we just have stronger dragons with abilities. Now. Oh, okay, yeah. But, hands like, down. When you started playing. Yeah, and, hands down. Yeah, hands yeah, down. The love, the love is here. Hands down. Yeah, because the there is here. a point before you have the best of them all, the best to ever do it. You ask me the Ur Dragon. <laughs> I don't know why people think a Tiamat supposed to come take his throne. But she wish Ulamog was the commander. If you used to make a commander deck, she want him leading it. Vegeta? Yeah, TMI, you Vegeta. You're a nice Vegeta, easily. <laughs> nice Vegeta. Hey, come on, man. Our dragon makes my dragons cheaper. And I get to play cards for free. And I don't even got to be there to give you some, hey, you're going to like what I'm doing. And I'm a 10-10. Yeah, come on, man. TMI, relax. But, yep, um... Rakdos, Prosper, Tombbound. He has Death Touch. He has the ability Mystic or Cranum or Crown Mom. I'm sorry. Sorry, D&D. Don't kill me. At the beginning of your end step, exile the top card of your library. Until the end of your next turn, you may play that card. Pack Boom, whenever you play a card from exile, create a treasure token. I don't know why you was apologizing for buddy name. Have you seen somebody? I give you $500 right now if you can say the Blue Planeswalker name three times fast, bro. The blank. Oh, come on, let me. All right, give me a second. <laughs> Five hundred dollars. Come on, I'm up to the challenge. Five hundred dollars. That's nothing, honestly. That's nothing, honestly, man. His name is. His name is. So more than more than Kane. Yes, sir. I'll more keep... than Kanan. There we go. More than Kanan. More than Kanan. More than Kanan. Ooh, I tell you, Asmo. As Randall Marston dies in the Coast Dakota car <laughs> was the practice for a lot of pronunciations of what they got going on in here, man. But hey, we gonna need a whole YouTube. Hey, whoever the content creator is, I'm gonna give you your niche right now. You just need mm-hmm. to go through and break down the syllables for how to pronounce a lot of the you gonna know which ones gonna need the pronunciation. Just get that to us. We need it. We need it. But why you pick rack those dudes? Why pick Rathos? I think it's the uh, exile part for me, actually. I think a lot of the time you lose the ability to play the card mm-hmm. the turn you exiled it in Rakdos, which is in general. They give you that next turn. Give you the next turn, mm-hmm. I think, is really impactful, especially because we also have, like, several card effects that, like, are allowed to be cast from exile. And if I remember correctly, he's not just cast. He is... It leaves exile. I could be wrong on that. I just read it too. And either way, the fact that I could kind of like abuse that interaction, it's kind of like value in a sense to me. It's like, or at least like reassurance. Like in Rakdos, we get crazy, we get chaotic. Mm-hmm. And you, it's really just kind of hit the lot. Put yourself at the loss. Yeah. You know, you're going to put yourself at a loss with everybody. No pain, else. no gain. You know, hey. So at least with him, as it's like, okay, we we relax a little bit. We still go get out here, and get crazy, but let's let's I don't know, let's put on a shield. And there's a lot of cards in the set that are already giving you love for that. You know, um, one thing to give love to is treasures, man. Treasures are out here. Treasures is just treasures, a new thing. Sheesh, from like creatures giving it to you to getting additional treasures. Oh, they have a whole land treasure vault. Sacrifice it, get hella treasures. Why not? Why not, man? I mean, you've shown me with uh, statuary and stuff like that. Come you on. know, uh, tap two, untapped artifacts, draw a card. You know, we it ain't just sacking the mana for these everything. treasures. Yes. You know, them just being an artifact in themselves and how much of that beauty there is in the realm of magic, you can really abuse the utility of just something used to give you more mana. No? Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Other yeah. than... The put yo just put on water clock at any deck that makes several treasures and you have artifacts and you'll you'll love yourself for it. Other than the pre cons, who who in the set are you looking at to make? You know, I'll say I was I was disappointed a little bit with the Bant pre con. You know, before in the set, All I'll night. get to, yeah I was mm-hmm. disappointed by the night. Um. So that's why I chose the Rakdos guy. But any other legendary creature in the set? Oh, so Rakdos guy is actually your first choice. For the pre-con, yes. He's going to be my first choice. And honestly, I think Rakdos had a beautiful showcase in this 
set because the other legendary creatures will also be Rakdos that I want to try out. Mm. So we have Kalano, Kalanen, Reclusive Painter. She's a Rakdos. And just Rakdos, which is pretty cool. And I said she was probably a he. So when Kalanen, Recluse Painter enters the battlefield, create a treasure token. And then you have another ability, other creatures you control into the battlefield with additional plus one, plus one counter on them for each mana from a treasure spent to cast them. Whew. Jesus. That's so, sick. And what's the best color for making treasures? That's sick. Rojo? So, come on, now I'm going to Dockside, the best. He's the best to ever do it. Dockside is going to go down as one of the best creatures to grace magic. The the, the the red commander legend of Dockside ain't in there. You can save it, man. Dockside's going to become a planeswalker. That's how powerful he is. (laughs) Step aside directly. I don't care. It'll take a decade to he will become somebody. He's at least going to touch legendary. Dockside is too crazy. He deserves it. I'm going to start pushing that. Legend, legendary Darkside. Okay. He don't got to be as strong as his as his original form. Let that be prime form. I think, I think he need to stay with the golden gloves, man. You think he can be touched? He don't need to be no planeswalker. He Darkside, dog. Nah, bro. I need to see how, I need to see his you glory. You need to see the evolution. Yeah, I need to you see, need to see the evolution. The glow up, huh? I, it ain't even a glow up. At this point, it's just flex. You right. You're right. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I need to see you come out as perfect cell. You are perfection. Mm. And then you say, you know what? I'm just shit on people now. I'm just shit on them. You know, they got that other mono rare card, and if you would get treasure tokens, hey, just get one more. That Zorn card, or I believe that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Zorn. He, you know. X-O-R-N. I, I ain't mad at another treasure, but, you know, they could have gave us the double. The double did Nah, because we have... Oh, you greedy. I, audience 10K is greedy. You feel me? Because, yeah, Jesus, man, come right. on. We got to see, remember with right. the dungeons. That's guilty. I'll take Remember with the dungeons. Man, come on, man. I did want a few more, man. He, he wanted so many more, and no, no, they're going to give us three. And now you want double treasures in a color where we have Goldspan. We have Goldspan and Dockside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a red carpet over here. You you what you probably want every card of your deck to be able to just generate a treasure. I like that man. You know I got a monkey to do it. <laughs> oh, the greatest monkey. The greatest monkey. I got a monkey to Come do it. On. Come on, yeah. See, he's greedy, y'all. Come on, man. But you want to know who Wizard of the Coast is not not willing to spare when it comes to giving a color all the cool shit. Oh, who you know what? You know Wizard of the Coast's favorite color. Who got that? Who got that VIP? All the executives Ace play this color. Ace of Spades. That ginger. Yeah, Big Joker. Big Joker. <laughs> Big Joker. Run me your books? Yes. Okay. Okay. Off the table. Mm. I'm going all in. It don't matter what you play. No, nothing go, stops me. Go ahead and fold. What you got, I got it too. We talk- you know what? Even if you got what I don't got, I got things to say that can't happen. <laughs> And if you ain't figured it out, man, it's verde, green, boy, green, just can't get enough love, huh? If you couldn't get a Gaia's Cradle on a stick, we got why not old... get a dragon that gives you treasures equal to the amount of attack that that creature did? All old gnawbone, drawbone, yeah. That is come on, man. He legendary. So what? <laughs> So uh, a little nerf. That's even worse that he's legendary. Actually, it's funny how I said that. I said that's different for Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruise is better as a non-legendary card. It's way easier to search artifacts if they're like non-legendary. Mm-hmm. With Jawbone, the fact that he's legendary, there's more cards to search him because it's typing his creature. He's right, he's going straight and careful. He's a creature. Don't let me pull him. So it's easier to search creatures. And when I say easy, I mean it's like, yes, you can put your worldly tutor in there. You can put any generic sorcery or instant spell that's going to search for a generic creature. Even like, they even give you like situations where you can only really search for like certain power or toughness. Mm-hmm. Either way, creatures, that's the way you get them. 
but specifically what you're saying, him being legendary, thinking about now it. You have other cards that could get him. That and was those it. cards usually don't have that type of restriction. Like Tom and Need that I play, yes. the searches for you just searching for a legendary creature, my boy. Exactly. It don't matter what the power, what the toughness is. That's two, two to already have them. Captain Sisse just grabs him like so. Yeah, it's easier to search creatures in green versus searching a non-legendary artifact with treasure crew. So it kind of flips there. It's not meant to be like hypocritical. He should have just been a regular creature. If if one, he should have been green. I mean white. He's green. He should have been white because their balance in jawbone would have been just in the color itself. Mm-hmm. We make weenies in white. So we're not our green has big ass creatures. Big ass creatures. By the time he hits the field you swinging with a 6-6 six, six with Trample that's giving you, you know. And he's going to hit the field qu- quicker than you think because we're green. We like generate so much mana. And you keep giving us reprints of Gaia's Cradle. We got it in the land. We got it in the enchantment. And now we got it in the stick. <laughs> and was that, was he legendary? Which one? The Druid? The stick. Gaia's Cradle on the stick. Oh, uh, let me check. Let me find Because, yo... He's hitting all the points. I mean, you think about what's already in the format, like Savala. Savala's yeah, Savala. here with a five-five, and you know my boy costs two, and and we good on money, big good on money. No, he's not a legendary. Told you, bro. Play set, play no. set, play set. You can have this oh motherfucker out God. here. Horrible. And, you know, I'm thinking about he's in an the elf. case of he's an elf. Setting. So uh, he's an elf and a druid. So he doing what he, he doing what it do. He doing what we see before, man, but that's crazy. Because at least in the case of Commander, we got rid of him. He's out of here. But you think about it in the 60, I got a place that. So what you killed this one? <laughs> so what you killed? So what you killed this one, little one? You still have three more to, to account for. It's horrible, man. It don't seem to stop, do it? No, green's the best color. It don't. Green's the crisp. Uh, even then, not to, you know, shit on green in Adventure of the Forgotten Realm. It is. They did well. They probably have the best showcasing because it's green. That green recently has always had the best showcasing, but they still stuck by the flavor. They still stuck by the the nuance we're talking about. The ability to make these different options. They still stuck by that. So I'm not mad overall as a fan. As a competitive player, come on, green. <laughs> right. I hope you play in it. Okay. I mean, I still. I tell you, man, Nabo makes it hard for me, but this is something probably for us to dive deeper into later. Yeah. But I still try to advocate for man, black got it going on. Man. Mm-hmm. If it ain't green, it's black. But I'm telling you, the more that I see, I'm probably like two more sets away and three more cards like Jawbone to be like, I, I see the light now, my boy. Green's going to get so powerful that Gruul's going to become the best duo color. The only reason why I advocate for black is because I can't remove it. That's that's the only. I can recover it. I'm green. But I can get rid of it though. You I'm can't recover. Y'all get rid of things. I can. I can. Re- not better than me. But I can. But I can return. But I can do everything. I can return cards from the What's graveyard. What's getting what? What like flashback? I can return cards from the graveyard. Yeah, flashback edicts. I'll make tokens to to counter that. I'm green. And, and I, I have I, a lot of tokens. Come on, I got double hey. season, double season on a stick, water hey, clicks. I got parallelize, primal vigor. I be good. It's cool. We can exile permanence. And black. Yeah. Not abundant. I believe, well, we can get rid of the ones we need to. And we do hexproof. To, to, we to do hexproof. So you sacking? No. You sacking? We got tokens we, and we do hexproofs on creatures. But we'll sack. We'll sack. We have we'll, tokens we'll for spike it. this out. We have tokens for it. Well, then, what is it? Torment of the dead or whatever for, for about a billion? Are you going to discard your hand, lose three life, or sacrifice your whole board? We're green. I got life. Okay. Well, I got mana, so, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm saying, man. I got more mana. I, 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 I don't know, man. I still think that Black's out here, but boy, they trying to close in the race on you now. Green one already. They really trying to close in the race on you, man. Sheesh. Green one already. Uh, any other creatures you looking for in the set? Oh, the Beholder. Yeah, my man, Z- Xanathrax, the Guild Kingpin. I really like him just off the fact of using Paradox Haze and Sphinx of the Second Sun again, just to get multiple upkeeps and get multiple cards off the top of somebody's library. Um, he makes sure that sh- the creature or the player can't cast spells, so you can't interact with me necessarily if I have chosen you to let me see what you got going on and let me play this. 
But the only thing that I'm running into when thinking about how to build the deck is how to generate the mana to really cast my other opponent's spells, because that's what I want to do if I make the deck. Uh, for some reason, when I saw him, I thought he had flying. I thought he had some type of evasion off the rip, but he he's good. And one key point of him is that uh, you can play the card from the top of the person's uh, deck. So worst to worst, I'm getting a land. I'll get a little bit of ramp, you know. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. I actually like borrowing of the clan under. Oh, that's the Azorius. Azorius Dwarf Cleric. Can I see him? Yeah. I'm sorry, they can't see him, but let me see. No, we're going to put it up for Oh, okay. Yeah. You said Azorius Orzov. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was like, sorry. whoa. Uh, when borrowing of clan oh, under enters the battlefield, venture into the dungeon, uh, one, I just need to pick a commander that's going to venture into the dungeon or have some type of interaction with that. I'm not going to play commander no more without dungeons. That seems ridiculous to do. His ability, though, is main one, I guess. Whenever borrowing, return, I mean, attacks, return up to one creature card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield if you've completed a dungeon. So, I think I'm going to go, like, try to do, like, this cool cleric deck. Fire. Or, like, maybe Shadowborn Apostle, because why not? I was thinking maybe Apostles, because if you're going to do clerics, you could do the other guy. Yeah, that's the other guy. I'm probably just gonna put him in the deck. Doing that exactly, but I'm really gonna like do a, a sh- yeah. It's easy deck sheet deck to make. I'm really gonna just go rock out with like a dwarf cleric commanding demons. And there's some new demons out here. You know, you can have yeah. some. Actually, they did debut some new demons. Damn it! So yeah, definitely some good ones. And we all saw. So I'm it's like thinking about just not within actually uh, the mono green planeswalker Elowit. Uh, in the event, whenever we make this brawl deck, man, whenever we get these brawl decks going, she may be my brawl commander. And I'm thinking about making her elves, no lie, and just using some fresh boys, you know, not the not the old classics, but just to see what's new out here, you know. I also have to play Borrowing so I can play Warple Sword. That's just gonna be played, and it's cool because he wants to attack anyway. It's like yes. I thought you were gonna be like, I'm making Lazav again. I'm making the messenger man. Mm-mm. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm making the messenger man. The messenger, the messenger is a cool, a cool little deck that maybe one day I'll talk about. He's very spiteful. Yeah, very we got, we got, we got some history. We got some lore, man. It, it ain't no fun if you don't put no lore behind it, man. You know. I, w- you know, in terms of like commanders for this set, I think the only other character I call them character. I'm thinking about D and D. Only person that caught my eye was Volvo. Guilt monsters. Make them copies. You've been talking about a clone deck. Forever. And it's in the. He's definitely. Hello. And he's in the best of colors. Hello. You know, my partner over here may not agree, but Simic is the best. Nah, man. You know, is it to the death of me, man? We we abide by the fire mine. (laughs) (laughs) But Volo, uh, Volo, Guilt to Monsters. Is Simic, uh, two colorless, legendary creature, human, wizard. Whenever you cast a creature spell that doesn't share a creature type with a creature you control or a creature card in your graveyard, copy that spell. And one, just in the format of, like, EDH, we're already in a singleton format, so it's, like, kind of easy in the sense, like, the cards you want already not identical. Mm-hmm. And with green and blue, we have all sorts of creature types that you can pick from. So it's, like, just take that extra little step, make sure they don't share any creature types, you have the sickest combos. It's gonna be pretty cool, huh? Because you gotta think to take that mile to make sure they don't match. Like every every creature that I cast with my commander on the field will copy. Yeah. Like you make sure that that's in your deck. That's awesome, bro. Exactly, that it's, is so awesome. So he's a four drop for like a free copy if you just follow his rules. And no matter if you're casting like Coiling Oracle or you're casting damn the Simic Sky Swallower. Come on, yeah, you don't need it's the like, strongest. This is awesome. you exactly. Know awesome dude. every creature doesn't need to be champion level here because sometimes the little guys matter the little boys the, little the boys. soldiers matter the 99 soldiers. the strong platoon so clockwork oil is great to have too when you just pay two mana come and on whether i get the land or not come I'm dr- on come on like you could even like try to stack like um the chain with cars that like untapped land so you copy it, 
it'll be another one. Ooh, so you can, okay. it's like just cool little interactions. Okay. Almost double your combos. It's like, what's better than doing it one time? You exactly. know what I'm saying? And better. you're in blue, so you're gonna you can bounce creatures if you really want to go for that. You're in green, birthing pod. Come on, Volvo guild two monsters with birthing pod. Man, this the two times on the account of precons. I really like Dragon Barbarian. Um, I've been wanting to grow a commander, and um, he has enrage, putting enrage back from uh Ixalan. Whenever you whenever he's dealt damage, whenever you roll a dice, he deals one damage to himself. Whenever he takes damage, you create a five four dragon spirit and the dragon spirit has whenever it deals damage you have to sacrifice that creature which is a little hmm but you know there's a couple of end of turn strategies you can do like say if i swing in with my tokens i deal the damage uh the sacrifice trigger goes on the stack i end the turn i can keep my tokens but more so on the give this guy indestructible make hella tokens and put something that deals damage war storm surge on the field is the type of vibe i'm going for but i want to make the deck a little cooler than that but if all else fails if all else fails we making hella spirits <laughs> dealing hella damage <laughs> i swear good old reliable oh yeah i definitely when i saw him because i kind of in a way wish that all the pre-cons were three color so um, I was looking at him. I was like, okay, my man's gruel, but he's going to have a white ability. He's going to be like Samut. Okay. And, you know, when I didn't see that, I was like, ah, but, you know, uh, we're going to make it do what it do. I feel it. We're going to make it. Like, even in uh, the Rakdos dude, as good as he is, Mardu, though, Mar with all the exile interaction yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah, with yeah. white in there, it would have really been You're like, right. my boy. My right. boy. And uh, Mardu, we got access to Smothering Tides. Yeah. Anything with Smothering Tides, right? Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. You don't know how I mean, many well, we got access to Blink, so you don't know how many times this man Snuggle plays it, and there's just like a little bit of jealousy, man. It's just a little just bit. Just go ahead, damn. man. You know, I ain't never paying. Pay for Spider I ain't never times. paying till I get one. Come on, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's my oath on today. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> well, so let me get something straight here. You're Tenicus Caicus. Tenicus Caicus, Werewolf God. Is that one name? There's a space. Tenicus. Okay. Last name so, Caicus. Last name Caicus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mr. Caicus. Legendary creature or planeswalker? I'm a legendary creature. I'm a legendary werewolf god. Sorry. Just just werewolf god. Oh, yeah. What's your toughness of power? I told you I got stars. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> It's just like I almost got devotion, but if these wolves is out here, I'm out here. Oh, you me. got stars. You got come stars. out just as stars, so off rip. Like, I mean, do you, you count as a werewolf? So you're oh, one yeah, one. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. Okay. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'm a bad man, and you don't see what my past will do. I told you, if a werewolf would transform, we gonna select like three of these boys and make a copy of them. What? If, what about? Untransforming and retransforming them right there. Nah, oh, we wow. just gonna. Oh, that's add, an infinite. I'm sorry. We just gonna add to the what's his name. That's an infinite. That untransforming or retransforming? Yeah. So when it transformed, then it will untransform and retransform again. I just made an infinite. Oh, come on, man. My bad. Come on, man. I gotta be playable, man. I'm not trying to be banned out here. <laughs> I'm coming in the new set, Werewolves of Industrial. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Blue white. Tenicus Caicus Mythic. <laughs> mythic. Okay. <laughs> I ain't no rare. I ain't no uncommon. Mythic. Okay. Stars. Star slash star. You know what? I feel like giving myself a plus one, man. I'm a star plus three, man. Wow. On both sides, man. Shoot for the stars, man. I looked at my creature type greedy. and forgot I, I was a werewolf you. god. I told you, man. It's greedy. Hey. Hey, so we can't just rock with one thing. He got to get a little bit more. So the first order of you know the werewolf god is you know thank thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. You feel me? 